Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Talk Radio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Come inside, the show's about to start. Well, welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. In New York City, Sean Palmer, no sick game tonight, that is once again in Italy, and we'll be back next week. So, unfortunately, we had a little snafu, and there won't be the David Tyree benefit tonight. So, it's just me for another half hour, one half of the, one half of the broadcast here for one half of the show. If you'd like to call in, 760 760-283-0846. We're here until 7.30. I did promise everybody at the beginning of the year that we would not miss a Tuesday. Well, that is the goal from now until the end of the year. Not missing a Tuesday, that was one of my promises. And whether it be a half-hour show or an hour show or sometimes our hour-and-a-half long special shows, which we'll be having in a couple of weeks to the NBA draft, we will be here every Tuesday. And that includes July 4th, which should be an interesting Tuesday to do this on. Seth and I still have to figure out what time we will be doing it on July 4th, but it will be done on July 4th. So I have taken the show on the road. Right now I am walking on Broadway and 79th via Bluetooth, the amazement of Bluetooth, but I can still take your calls at 760-283-0846, 760-283-0846. And we're always online on Twitter at Seth and Sean, and we're on Facebook, Seth and Sean Sports Radio. You can always find us there as well. So please check us out. Blog Talk Radio and BackSportsPage.com is going to be posting a couple of things from the David Tyree event. Uh, it was a little bit scaled down this year, so uh, Seth and Sean Sports Radio was not able to make an appearance. Hopefully that will be resurrected next year, and we will have a couple of guests coming on in the next couple of weeks. So feel free to tune in. We're here every Tuesday, and we'll keep you abreast of the times, at least for the foreseeable future. It will be from 7 to 8, as long as both of us are here. If one of us is here, kids are to be 7 to 7.30, just like it is today. So what's going on in the sports world, ladies and gentlemen? Well, we have two finals. We have an NBA finals, and then we have an NHL finals. Hmm. NBA finals. Well, you can wrap it up in basically one sentence and one sentence only, although we'll talk a little bit more about it. The Golden State Warriors are amazing. Every single time you watch them go up and down the course, you hope that it will be a close game. Every time you watch them go up and down the court, 
you hope that they will miss a shot so the Cavaliers can come back and make it into a close game, unless you are a Golden State Warrior fan. If you are a basketball fan, this is like watching perfection. That's how good they have been. Every time the Cavaliers closed it to three points the other night, Golden State came out and just said, the hell with y'all. I'm going to do it. I'm going to just score every which way. You shut down Stephon Curry, you got Kevin Durant. You shut down Durant, you got Clay Thompson. You got you shut down Clay Thompson, you have Draymond Green, David West, Andre Iguodala, Sean Livingston, and on and on and on. Everybody contributed on Sunday night. It was an incredible display of basketball. Excuse me, Saturday No, it was Sunday night. Sunday night. Last night with the NHL. An incredible display of basketball. Tonight we have uh, the off night, which is unfortunate because it was nice going back and forth and back and forth between the NHL and the NBA. And tonight is the off night on a crummy night here in the So, is there any way that LeBron and his team, the Cavaliers, have a shot. And I urge you to call in 760-283-0846 if you'd like to talk about this a little bit more. I thought so at the beginning of the series. You guys heard my predictions. I thought it was going to be the Cavs in seven. Well, part of it is I had not seen uh, – sorry, I thought it was going to be the Warriors in seven. Part of it – was that I had not seen the Warriors play as much as I had the Cavs. The Warriors look fantastic, boys. You know, absolutely fantastic. And Seth and I talked yesterday. Him from, uh, I believe he's in Florence right now. We talked for a little bit, and he asked me, "Is it possible for I told him it was very unlikely. He has not been able to watch the series. We'll talk more with him next week when he comes back. But it's going to be unlikely, ladies and gentlemen. I'll say that flat out. Warriors are just too good. They are just too good. They have too many weapons on their team. And every single weapon in this series, last year you were able to, if you were the Cavaliers, basically play off Harrison Barnes, who had a miserable shooting series. And that's how they won. They played on they, they played on Curry. They played on Thompson, forcing them to have to have bad shots. And then they let Harrison Barnes beat them. And if Harrison Barnes had beaten them, then Golden State would have won. It would have been very similar to where it is this year. And this year there's no Harrison Barnes. Sub out Harrison Barnes, sub in Kevin Durant. You sub out a top maybe 30 player, and you sub in one of the top three players in the NBA. And I will state that LeBron is still the best player in the NBA. He won't win the MVP this year. He won't. He obviously will not. He's not one of even the top three. But he is the best player in the NBA. He does the most. He has the most skills. But the way that Golden State is shooting. Every time you think that they're out of it, they just claw themselves back in. So I'm not really sure that there is a chance for the Cavaliers to even take one of these teams. Truth be told. And 
I don't think I remember a series where I thought that team was so out of it so quickly. And that's what the Cleveland Cavaliers are. They're out of it. Would it surprise me if they won a game? No. Because you know what? Anybody can have a great day. Anybody can have a bad day, especially if you're the Golden State Warriors. But it would be surprising if they took more than one. And it would also not be surprising to me at all if it went 4-4-4-4. And then you have the question of is the Golden State Warriors the best team in history? And you can match those up with the the Bulls, the 72-win Bulls. You can match them up with the old Laker teams, the old Celtic teams, this, this, even the 76 teams, the 4-4-4-4. You can match them up with all those, but I think they have to be in this discussion with the amount of wins that they've had and now potentially winning 16 straight. I think they have to be in the discussion for the best team of all time. And Seth and I will discuss that a little bit more next week when he comes back on the show. Does this series actually enlighten LeBron James' title as perhaps the best player ever? And I know it's hard for anybody to understand where I'm going with this, in that a loss by LeBron will make him, in the eyes of most, a better player, a player that can be compared to Jordan. Makes that argument stronger rather than weaker, even though he loses. And I'll make this argument again when Seth comes back. But there has been no team, no team that Jordan played, absolutely no team that Jordan played that was this good. That's just truth be told. There is no team that is as good as the Warriors are this year that Jordan ever played. And it would be interesting to get Seth's observations on this this week. So So Jordan played some good teams. He played some good Pacer teams. He played some really good Knicks teams. He played a Magic team. I mean, there are teams that he played. But were they 65-win teams? Did he have to do it alone? And look, this is going to be a discussion for, for a long time. LeBron's not done. And I understand that you have to win in order to be the best, to be the greatest of all time. And that's where Jordan will always have everybody because he went 6-0. and And to go 6-0 and is incredible. And I don't use that word very often, but it's incredible. Can you be the best ever without going 6-0, and with going 5-2? and even if you win six and you go six and two, you've made eight straight final, eight finals. Does that give you leverage on being the best ever, the greatest of all time, the GOAT, if you will? 
Interesting. Interesting indeed. I will get Mr. Kamen's views on this next week. So let's go from the... You can't say boring finals, but the lopsided, one-sided NBA finals to the incredibly evenly matched NHL finals, which has been a joy to watch, a pleasure, if you will, to watch. The Nashville Predators and the Pittsburgh Penguins, definitely not the NHL's dream scenario by any means. Neither one is in a huge market. Both have incredibly rapid fans, but they're not in the national market. There's no La Cabrillantes or the Montreal Canadiens. There's no Los Angeles Kings. There's no New York yet Rangers. Or even the New York Islanders, which bring a, a cachet, if you will, from the New York area. There's no Chicago Blackhawks. There's no original 16. There's not even the Ottawa Senators who would bring a Canadian team to the party. None of those are in there. The NHL did not get a ratings matchup that they would love. This didn't happen. Boy, did they get some good odds. It's been said numerous times by me and by friends alike that playoff hockey, especially Stanley Cup hockey, when you watch an individual sport, there is no better game to watch, single game or series, than the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. None. Because the talent is so And the talent is so This is coming from two different teams. The Penguins and the, and the Predators that are two entirely different teams. They're different styles, different talent, their strengths are in different places. If you look at the national Predators, their strengths are in the defense and the Second two games when they went home has stood his head. Their defense, first two games, not so good. Second two games have played good. And now we go to a best of three. And if you look at Pittsburgh, they are the exact opposite. Their goaltending, while Matt Murray and Mark Andre Fleury have played very well. And they have great um, statistics. Their strength is not that position. It's certainly not the defense. Their strength is down the middle. Their strength is the best player in hockey in Sidney Crosby. And perhaps the best no, okay, let's say the most skilled player in hockey in Sidney Crosby. And perhaps the best all around talent in hockey you can give me Malcolm. Gino is and Malkin has just been Malkin has been everything that the Capitals wish Alex Ovechkin was, or will be, or has been, or hasn't been. He's a defensive player. He comes back in the defensive zone. He is not just strictly an offensive player. And the irony is Malkin went second in the draft behind, well, yep, you guessed it, Ovechkin. 
So, now, does Malcolm get some keys being the second-line center, and that Crosby takes the top shift, and this, likewise the top player from the defensive side on the other side? Absolutely. But you know it's been unbelievable. That team is fast. That team moves. And the hockey going back and forth, as I told my brother Mitch, has been a pleasure to watch. And I've watched four games. Uh, on Thursday, I'll be in the car, so I will listen to the game. And, you know, it's interesting because I talk to my friends who never quite understand listening to sports, especially listening to hockey. I grew up listening to hockey. I didn't have cable growing up. We had cable for two days when I believe I was 10 years old. My mother, who loves us to death, all three boys, decided one week, one week, we're going to put in cable. We think it's a good idea. So she had it installed on Friday. And I believe that weekend, my brothers and I watched more TV. I remember the box, the old cable boxes. We watched more TV. And I think we had watched it months combined. So come Monday, my mom called the cable company and got the cable ripped out. To her point, we should not be watching that much TV. Unfortunately, without watching that without cable, we were not privy to Sports Channel, Madison Square Garden Network, or any of the ESPN. Never saw it until I went to college. Not even I went to college. My brother went to college. Sat there for a couple hours. So I grew up listening to hockey and listening to baseball and listening to football. Dave Jennings on football. Howie, uh, what's Bob Baseball. Jake McDonald and Westfall on the hockey. So listening to a game will bring me back to my roots of being in the room with my brother Jay and pacing back and forth across the carpet. Listening to every word that Eddie Westmall and Jake McDonald had, it'll bring me back to that. So I'm very much looking forward to tomorrow. Uh, twofold. Number one, uh, sorry, not tomorrow, Thursday. Twofold, actually. Number one, in the fact that the game's on while I'm driving, and that just makes it incredible because it keeps me awake, for lack of a better term. And, and I'm going to need that for a couple of hours as I drive to Boston. And number two, it's something enjoyable to listen to. And while I do like watching the game and I do like seeing it, I also love listening to broadcasters and how they describe the play and how they describe the action that goes on. So count me in. Count me very much in for the hockey game on Thursday night. Man, I hope it's Thursday night. It's definitely not tonight, and the NBA is tomorrow, so i got to think it's Thursday. And two out of three series, Nashville has all of the momentum winning the last two. Quite frankly, Nashville has won the series so far. They won game one. They held the, pe- they held the Penguins to only 11 shots. 
11 shots, and the Penguins still win. They gave up a bunch of goals in Game 2. They really lost Game 2. But Game 3 and 4, they thoroughly outmandled a Pittsburgh team that was the top team in the league. So, you know, everybody outside of Pittsburgh is not rooting for Pittsburgh. That's generally the consensus here, especially in the New York area. Nobody's rooting for Pittsburgh. And I have to say, I'm not very much rooting for the Predators. And Doc Emmerich said it best with the first game in Nashville. He said, welcome to the first Stanley Cup playoff game in Nashville. And I think that's incredible. I think the fact that there are Stanley Cup playoff games in Nashville in a non-traditional market is great for hockey. And it will only be better when when the Vegas Golden Knights come up. And as an Islander fan, I'm looking forward to July 1st for nothing more than I need to find out whether John Tavares is going to be an Islander. So, we have our show on July 4th. You're either going to hear me being very miserable for my hockey team or very happy. And that's around the time that the NBA goes to their free agency as well. So, it should be an interesting time in the free agency market for both of those sports. And, of course, it's July 4th, so I'll be in Maine. Great times. Okay. So, we covered the both of the sports both of the finals. And now we move on to something that was a little disconcerting that I heard yesterday, or actually read it this morning. So I played, I played soccer growing up. My cousins played, my female cousins played soccer growing up. My male cousins played soccer growing up. Syasa was a soccer town. We all played soccer. And we all loved to play, except my brother who picked dandelions in, in goal, younger brother. And this morning I read an article how a team in Texas was forced to forfeit a tournament because the referees believed that the girl, there was, it was a girls, I think eight and over, eight and under team, that one of the girls on the eight and under team look too much like a boy. And instead of being rational about it, instead of asking for the appropriate paperwork, which was being volunteered, instead of taking a page out of a playbook that let's think about this, let's figure out how to make this work, the referee took it upon himself to dismiss all paperwork. The woman, the girl's father had a social security uh, birth certificate, hospital records. She plays with short hair. Imagine Abby, Abby Wambach as a younger child, that type of haircut, a little bowl cut. And they made her team forfeit. Kudos to Mia Hamm. Kudos to Abby Wambach, who both tweeted support for this girl. But... At the end of the day, this is an eight-year-old tournament. Ladies and gentlemen, 
there is a point where sports is taken too seriously. We talk about this all the time. Sports is meant to be a diversion from the idiocies of life, from the mundane of life. You don't want to deal with politics? Go watch an NHL game. You don't want to deal... Look, you're talking to a guy that looks at sports for reprieve every chance he gets. I have a hard time at home. I have a hard time with my family. I go watch a sporting event. I go to a Mets game. I go to an Islanders game. It's my birthday. I want to celebrate. I'm in a bad mood. I go to an Islanders game. Pay a lot of money. Still go to an Islanders game. Try and find the good. Try and find the escape. That's what sports should be. The last thing that sports should ever be is a means to ruining a child's dream. Ever. A five-year-old, sorry, an eight-year-old, eight or nine-year-old, I'm not exactly sure of the age, was not permitted to play in this tournament. Was basically, her team was thrown out of the tournament. Why? Because a ref wouldn't look at the appropriate paperwork. There are so many things wrong with that statement. And that man should really be ashamed of himself. Really. Okay, we have five minutes left in the show. And I really do appreciate you all tuning in this week while Seth's been out and last week. I do understand that I've cut the show short half hour because I can't talk for more than a half hour. It just doesn't work. And walking the streets of New York while having this on Bluetooth has been both good exercise and also great fun. So I appreciate you tuning in. So for the next couple of weeks, definitely tune in at the end of June for our NBA draft. And Seth and I have basically sucked for the last couple of months in prognostications, if you will, both for the NBA, for the NHL, for, for just about anything. My prognostications on the NHL for the playoffs are dead wrong. My prognostications for the NBA were actually spot on. I had the Cavs and the, and the, uh, and the Warriors, but then again, who did? So I don't give myself any credit for that. But the NFL draft has been horrible for us. And the NBA draft last year was horrible for us. So hopefully it will give us another shot and give us a little reprieve. And hopefully we'll come through at the end for you guys. So that's at the end of June. We're going to try and have some guests on next couple of weeks because after the NBA and NHL finals, it is draft time. And then it's the doldrums of the summer. But we'll talk a lot about the Yankees because they are certainly surprising And unfortunately, we'll talk a little bit about the Mets. They're surprising on just another idea. So, my final wishes to Jody and David, who are getting married this weekend. A hearty mazel tov. I am honored to be invited, and I cannot wait to celebrate with y'all. Good stuff, good stuff indeed. To my partner and his wife over in... Italy, safe travels home. Um, Seth, I'm looking forward to getting you back on the show because that means I don't have to talk for a half hour straight. 
each of these weeks. I definitely understand how hard that could be, and I appreciate you covering my butt when I'm away. That's about it. So for Seth Kamens, this is Sean Palmer, Blog Talk Radio, BackSportsPage.com, and I hope to write a little bit in the future, so check us out on BackSportsPage.com. Okay, everybody, have a great night. We'll check you in next week. Seth and Sean Sports Radio. Tune now. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.